Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute's the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by or, minute. Yeah, whatever. That's another way to say it. I guess minute by minute. Is that what you said? One minute yeah. at a time? Is that what you said? I said okay. minute by minute. All right, good. <laughs> Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky, minute 51. Minute 51 starts with Dola warning Pazu he'll be an outcast forever. Or, or words to that effect. <laughs> and it ends with the battle cruiser coming into dock at the fort. Yeah, so he, she's, what she says in Japanese is. So you won't be able to come, come back, back here twice. You won't be able to come back here a second time. You won't be able to come back here ever. And then she says, "I don't. I don't. This is the one I didn't get." Yeah. The English subtitles are what is it? Uh, you sure? You sure? You sure? The Japanese is "kakugo no uedane." Kakugo no uedane. That means like you'll exceed expectations, right? Exceed expectations. Kakugo no ue. Kakugo no ue. Or not expectations. Kakugo is like... Kakugo is resolution, resignation, readiness, preparedness. Yeah. But I couldn't find, like in my Google, my web search, I couldn't find kakugo no ue. I couldn't find a good... Like a good translation. Translation or definition of that. Yeah. Are you more than prepared? Are you more than prepared? Okay. I I think that's that's a pretty good you're sure your resolution is <laughs> for reals for <laughs> I don't reals know, for for sure for keeps okay okay and then she tells him you got 40 seconds to get ready yeah that's quite the time constraint yeah and here she uses the shina mm-hmm she takes out her knife and cuts his restraints. Yep. So he has 40 seconds. What does he use that 40 seconds for? Get his dad's goggles? His, I guess those are his dad's goggles hanging. Yeah, because they're hanging by his picture. I feel like I would assume those are his dad's. Or he just puts his own goggles there because it's like, my dad had goggles and now I have goggles. Didn't we talk about that earlier? I feel like we did. Like why has he got to have those hanging up? By his picture? Yeah. I feel like they're his dad's goggles. They fit him, though. They do. They fit a 12-year-old boy's head. I mean... Maybe his dad was a midget, actually. <laughs> this is a whole other dimension. <laughs> Elasticity? Elasticity. <laughs> Did they just fit over his dad's eyes? And so they fit, like, over half of his face? They're like goggles on his dad. Yeah, they like, like whole. They're like a huge ski mask. They like go down to like his below cheek. his nose. Not below his nose, but like they're they're pretty big on him. I feel like. Okay, so he he grabs his dad's goggles and and he freezes birds. Freezes birds. This is another thing we talked about. What happens to his birds? So they were locked up there. Yeah. This whole time. Yeah. He, so he didn't set them free when he left with Sheeta. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Right? Wait, who locked them up? 
Did the birds do yeah, it? Yeah, so themselves? they woke up that morning yeah. and he let them out. Yeah. And fed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, mean, then, and then they wind up locked up when he comes back. Was someone like, oh, Pazu's gone. I guess someone has to. One of the, one of the other robots that uh, <laughs> came off the assembly line with Uncle Palm. A, a different version of like an Uncle Palm, but a defect. It's like. the Yeah, the, the pigeon version. The pigeon, the pigeon keeper version of Uncle Palm. You've got the minor version and then, you know. You the, got the pigeon. Pigeon keeper. I've been talking to pigeons all my life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let, let me show you something. See if you squeeze the head off a pigeon, the blood spurts out, but it doesn't last very long. Oh my god! <laughs> Their bodies are small, small. Uh, oh dear, that's dark. Yeah, that is. Sorry about that. It's it's okay. I think there's a lot. So there's a lot of bird. Doo doo. Yeah, there's a lot of bird poop on the on the on the the bench or whatever that they're sitting on. Whatever they're sitting on and on like. Do you think that how the walls? How much accumulation is that? Does he clean that like every month or so? And this is like two weeks buildup. What do you think? Or is that he never cleans it, and that's like four years of buildup or whatever? I don't. <laughs> this is what I was thinking about when I was watching that. I don't I don't think it's four years. Maybe And if he knocked a piece of it out with a glow for a minute in the air. Ew. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> um I mean, I don't know, how how fast does it accumulate? Yeah, I guess that's the heart of my question. I feel like this might be like a couple months. Hmm. I feel like six months at most. Yeah. Okay. And he's also like twelve, so I don't know how responsible he is about cleaning. Probably pretty responsible. Yeah. He's got his shack seems True. pretty tidy. Yeah. So he lets them go. How are they gonna feed themselves? He's basically doing into a life of <laughs> starvation and begging. Yeah. I mean they could just go to the big city. Yeah, I guess. But do you think there are like crows in this world that'll like eat them? Don't crows do that? Oh yeah, I think we see some later in this week. We're oh yeah, see, see some other some other birds that might. Yeah, it's not clear what kind of. Yeah, yeah. She to see something in the distance, right? That's flying by itself. Mm-hmm. Like we see a flock of geese. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe next minute or so. But anyway, um... we see that, and then we see this one lone bird that she to sees. That might be a bird of prey. Yeah. So. These birds... And there's snakes and everything. Yeah. Yeah, they're... Unfortunately. Yeah, they say goodbye to your cushy life. Cushy domestic life. Oh. It's thrown out into the, into the harsh, harsh... Harsh reality of nature. Yeah, dog-eat-dog world, just like Pazu. Mm-hmm. All for the love of uh, an inconstant woman. <laughs> lying. <laughs> lying. Emotionally distant. <laughs> Distrustworthy. Right, <laughs> I mean, right, well, you know, symbolically, I guess. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, I guess. Symbolically, I guess this is Pazu letting go of his, like, innocence. Oh, yeah. The doves. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Bye-bye. Yeah. Trading it for another kind of winged creature. 
the flapters. Mm, yes. We immediately cut to the flapters. And uh, and there seems to be... Are there two Charles? What? What do you mean? Oh, no. <laughs> There's like two, two guys with big full beards. I guess one of them... So we see, I guess it looks like Charles is... Well, I don't know. We see somebody cranking up the engine and i love the, that there's this hand crank yeah. like the old timey automobiles right. so it leads credence to the our theory that these were like automobile motors mm-hmm. right right said that. do we say that we should have well now it's well yeah i guess we said it so we see that guy revving up the engine and then we like have a pan which Is starts it? off we see louis in the background do we right behind one of the big the wings the very beginning of the pan. Hold up. Oh, yeah. And then we pan to the left and we see what looks like Charles. Some mm-hmm. guy with a big full beard. And then... And then it continues to pan. And then he's in the foreground. Mm-hmm. Continues to pan left. And then poking out from behind his partner in the background is another guy with a big full beard. His hair might be slightly darker. So I don't know. I don't know who that is and who, which one is Charles. Or are they both Charles somehow? This is crazy. So we've got two, we've got four flapters. Yeah. As we see, and we see a little bit better, one other view, I guess, as they take off. Mm -hmm. So we switch to right before they're going to take off. Right. We see one of these guys that might be Charles next to another guy with like a thick handlebar mustache. Yeah. Who is that guy? He's one of the kakikukikos. Is he? I guess. I think it's not Charles. It's not Louis. No, it's not it's Henry. None of the the brothers. It's not Motro. No. So it's Kakikuke or Ko. Or Ko, yeah. So like I was saying, four flapters. Mm-hmm. On one of them is Dola and Pazu. Right. The other guy on another one is maybe Charles and black handlebar mustache dude. <laughs> another one is Louis. And some other guy who we don't really see clearly. Mm-hmm. And then on the fourth one is Maybe. Charles Prime. <laughs> and somebody else, right? Right. Hmm. And then we got two guys in purple who are left, kind of acting as the ground crew. Yeah. I know we definitely see um, the dude behind Dola. We definitely see him later, for sure. And I guess that's all. That's everybody, right? So if we've got... Let's count them up. Charles, okay, Charles Louis, Louis, and Henry. Henry. That's three. And then we've got... Ka-ki-ku-ke-ko. So... Five plus three is eight. Eight. Right? Six of those guys are on the three flapters. Mm-hmm. And two of them are ground crew right here. Right. And then That's Pazu. Eight. I guess it's all of them. That's all of them. So the only guy on the tiger moth is Motro right now. I guess maybe Tiger Moth is like hidden somewhere, like not in the air. But she just, like she tells the other two guys to go wait on the tiger wait on moth. the ship. So yeah, yeah. So they can't get there on a flapter because they're not on flapters. Right. Oh, so maybe it is parked. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Okay. Pazu joins the crew. Yeah. Yeah, and Dola pulls out an extension, like a like a, a yeah, a little strap, yeah, with a little like a carbiner on the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. She says, "Put this, tie this to your belt." Yep. I always thought that was smart. Yeah. Like as a kid, totally smart. Like having something attached to the waist while you're flying, it's pretty smart. 
Yeah. As we see later, doesn't she get knocked out? Yeah, she does. Okay. Pays off. Yeah, it does. Thinking ahead. Yeah. Safety first. Street smarts. <laughs> get down the street. Get down the beat. Beat kids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anything else about their taking off? It's just cool. Yeah. How they animate the wings. How it's just like a bunch of streaks. Yeah. It's effective. Yeah. How there's just a little bit of motion as they start up and then they disappear into these streaks. Yeah. Like the fact that they go up and then like some jets kick in or something. Yeah. You can see on one of them, uh, they warm up on one of them, like the second one. You don't see them warm up like on, well, I guess you do a little bit on Dolas. Warm up? Yeah, but then there's like, oh, you see they, right, they right. turn, they glow yellow and then they glow a little oh, bit red. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. And then the purple streaks come out. It's very quick. It it's is. Just, it's just a few frames. So you don't, unless you're not, unless you're stepping through it, you might miss it. Yeah. It's cool though. It's so cool. Everybody's got their little belt pouch, uh, and, and Paz has got his purse. Yeah, his man purse. <laughs> his purse. His purse. Uh, and everyone's got oh, their. Yeah. It's called a satchel. Okay. Okay. Indiana Jones had one. It makes it's me cool. cool. <laughs> they got their knife and their gun as well, and then the battleship. Yeah, these cool spotlights yeah going across it just makes it look like scary yeah it totally brings the spotlights and everything the makes me it takes me back to uh mr x it's this comic book i used to read in high school really cool mm. like independent comic book you looking it up yeah there's, it's on there's a mr there's a wikipedia article on it mr x Ooh. all right that's all I had. That's all I have as well. Okay. See you next time then. On, On Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. Minute.